have an old-school website, just like this old-school Voltron from the 80s. Here's the thing. Video websites are dominating the entire internet right now, but only 3% of people have video websites. What is a video website? When there's continual movement. The beautiful thing about continual movement is that when you have movement, it keeps the buyer wanting to stay on the website. Here's the beautiful thing. If you look here at Dr. Moe's website, he is dominating, dominating, dominating. His website's everywhere. Not only that, but he's omnipresent. It's about time to get you out of the static world websites where they don't move, doesn't do anything for you, but come into the video websites where we dominate Google and get you omnipresent. It's time to step in the future of marketing. Make sure you click on the button in the bottom for a consultation and we'll get back with you. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. We are so happy to have you all out there on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, internet land. Uh, today I have a special guest, Dr. Daniel Savarino. Hopefully I said that, it sounds Italian. Oh yes. <laughs> You're very Italian anyways. <laughs> Dr. Daniel Savarino. Anyways, Dr. Daniel Savarino. And um, I'm excited because we here at Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show, we make sure that we deliver the best of the best in their field and what they do. And one of the things that we love about the show is that we're here to help people. The bottom line, there's a lot of people that are sick and they don't need to be sick. And a lot of them don't need to be in the hospitals. And of course, that's another thing. But today uh, we're talking about Dr. Daniel. And um, one of the cool things, he has a, uh, I believe you can find him at Ask Dr. Dan on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Um, so he does, a, he does, I believe, like a show. Is that correct? You have like a little show that you talk on? or It's a little question and answer. We propose a subject on Monday, and then uh, we give you guys the week to give us some questions. And then on Friday, we give you some answers. Yeah. I love it. So you guys can go there at AskDrDan.com. We'll have the link down at the bottom. Uh, not only that, but he's also a, a national speaker. You can also find him at Apex Center for Regenerative Medicine. This is in uh, Tinton Falls, New Jersey. Um, I hopefully I said all that correctly. And then you can also find him at his website at regenerateenj.com. Regenerate, uh, hopefully I said that correct. Uh, regeneratenj. Regeneratenj.com, just like MJ. And so the title today is, is I really love this title. It's called Keeping People Out of the Operating Room. So um, again, thank you for being on the show. And um, let's talk about that, uh, um, Dr. Daniel, keeping people out of the, the operating room. What, what are some of the things that your office is doing to do that? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, that's the goal of our practice. Uh, I am a primary care sports medicine doctor, so I train non-operatively. Um, I've 
kind of worked with a lot of orthopedics over the years, though, and I've seen a lot of surgeries, and uh, a lot of them I don't think really need to be done. Um, you know, we specialize in regenerative therapies, uh, so using things like PRP, uh, stem cells, but also we uh, specialize in minimally invasive procedures using ultrasound guidance um, that keep people out of the operating room. So um, we do procedures in our office through three to five millimeter incisions, um, you know, little pokes that don't even require a stitch that, you know, used to or still do um, when you go get them traditionally, they have a three to six inch incision and, you know, big recovery time, more likely to get infected, all sorts of stuff. So. Man, I, I love that. So as we're, we're talking about keeping people out of the operating room, what are some of the, um, you said you were mentioning about PRP. What, what, what can PRP do for, for that you've seen that is, help people to stay out of the operating we'll just use prp for an example or even stem cell sure so uh prp um which is platelet-rich plasma which is taking your own blood spinning it down concentrating those platelets which are, are your healers um we basically take that and we put them into places that can't normally heal on their own or just have not healed uh you know the way we had liked them so for things like your tendons, uh, your ligaments, um, you know, tennis elbow, uh, Achilles tendon, plantar fascia. These are all places that don't have a great blood supply and the blood really can't get there in large amounts, which is why some of these don't heal properly. So basically what we do is we put the healers in places they can't normally get to in, in a large amount and we facilitate that healing. So you can um, heal chronic tendon tendinopathies, like what they call tendinosis. You right. can also even heal some partial tears. Um, even if a full tear is completely non-displaced and it's close to each other, you can heal small full tears sometimes just using that. Um, as far as things like joints go, uh, PRP can also sometimes heal some cartilage. Uh, I've had um, meniscal injuries that I've seen the meniscal tears on MRI. We've done some PRP um, a couple months later. The, the meniscus is healed and, and, you know, we don't have a radiologist in our group. No one's reading it, you know. Uh, there's, there's no bias, you know, we've seen them heal. So um, when it comes to joints though, I usually think things like stem cells are the more robust treatment. That's where I think for things like osteoarthritis, you're gonna get the better results, you know. PRP works and people do feel good because the PRP really will get rid of that chronic inflammatory process. But, um, but the stem cells, I just think do it a little bit better. Right, I know that they work a little differently. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but with the uh, PRP, I don't believe PRP can grow back uh, like bone on bone or anything like that. Isn't that pretty much just the stem cell? So even the stem cell, um, you know, if you have a bone on bone situation, you're probably not going to really grow any cartilage back um, just because there's, there's, no, there's no chondrocytes for that to feed on, you know. Um, if you have mild arthritis, sometimes you can put a little cushion back on the tire, you know, a little tread back on the tire. But, um, you know, really the goal is to get rid of that chronic inflammation and, and um, because that chronic inflammation not only hurts, but it feeds the arthritis too. So those chronic inflammatory cells go in there like little Pac-Man and they eat up that cartilage faster, you know? So you're reversing that process um, and then you're making them feel better and they, they have more motion and more mobility. So, um, you know, it's like I always say, you don't, um, you don't treat a finding, you treat how they feel, right? So you can get an MRI or an x-ray and someone can have a bone on bone arthritis, but if they have no pain, are you gonna do a knee replacement on these people? Right. You know, 
then you're going to spend six months to a year recovering when you didn't have pain to begin with. <laughs> you know, so. Exactly. Yeah, and, or if they had pain and then you get rid of that pain, but they still have a bone on bone knee, you know, why are you going to do surgery? So. No, definitely. It's funny when I, what really intrigued me, I would say got me into stem cells and just the, just that arena was Mel Gibson. When I saw the Mel Gibson video of his father, I mean, his father was like 90 years old or something like that. Now his, his dad's still living. He's like 103. Okay. And uh, no, no joke. And uh, he was going to literally, uh, the doctor said he was going to die. You know, he wasn't going to going to live. And then at the time you weren't able to, you weren't able to do stem cell injections here in the U S. So of course he had to go somewhere. I think it was like Nicaragua, some, some, somewhere far away. Yep. And so, you know, where he can actually get away with it. And so he, he, he did it. And his dad was like a brand new person. Now, now Mal Gibson's over here <laughs> for himself. <laughs> I think he, I think he carries, he carries like a man purse, you know, <laughs> not even joking, but you know, it's, it's amazing how stem cell has adapted to our, our world. I know that we're still in the infant stages just in, in stem cell. I was playing video games with my son the other day and uh, not too good. And I'm playing and I'm dying and we have our little headsets on. He's like, dad, hit the O button. I'm like, okay. And when I hit the O button, it's, it was a military game. The military guy pulls a syringe out of his pocket, which is a stem cell on it. And, oh, he himself and he came back to life and I'm like son of a gun they're they're, <laughs> they're getting our kids so it's smart what they're doing because they're putting in the video games and it makes sense so in another five years it's going to be like not a big deal I believe yeah you know I mean I, mean, I would even say that stem cell hasn't even been delivered yet you know I don't no. even think it's in its infancy you know um, you know there, there's so many things that even we know we can do, but we can't do just yet. You know what I mean? So um, there, you know, as this um, field grows, I think you're going to see a lot of changes, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we have to get passed through some of these restrictions yeah. that we have in place, but you know. No, yeah. definitely. What I love about stem cell though, and what I'm seeing is I'm seeing how a lot of doctors are starting to utilize stem cell with carrier stuff where they're, they're, they're putting, they're blending it with other stuff, you know, like, you know, uh, I'm seeing a lot of doctors where, where they won't only do the stem cell, but they'll also slap in the PRP. Yep. So I mean, I, that's, that's how I do it. Yeah. I love it because it's smart. You know, you're, it's like, it's like you got a painting on the wall. You don't want it to fall. You, you got the stem cell. Now you got the PRP. Now you're, you're yep. making sure the sucker ain't moving. So I love that. Yeah. Know. I mean, when you just think about it, you're, you're, you're taking all the good properties of the stem cells and then you're mixing all those growth factors in with it too. I mean, it's just a win-win, you know? Let's talk about that stem cells. I know there's some people out there that have a misconception of, of stem cells, of what stem cells are, what stem cells aren't. You know, uh, you're, we're taking baby, you know, I'm hearing people saying, well, they're, they're getting the stem cells from the baby or the umbilical cord. What, what, what is really so, what's the truth and what's really far, for, or far from the truth, would you say? So, I mean, you know, fetal tissue, you know, the fetal stem cells, um, that's not used. That's completely illegal. Nobody does that. Um, what, what most people use is either um, the patient's own bone marrow or fat cells. You know, um, there are some people that use um, donated umbilical cord stem cells, that kind of stuff. I personally um, am more of a believer in using your own stem cells. I, I'm not really into that other stuff, but um, but there are people that do that. Yeah. Um, but Let's, let's talk about what you just said. I like that. You said 
you're more into using your own stem cells instead of somebody else's stem cells. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just believe that, um, that a, when I go into your bone marrow, I know what I'm getting, you know, there, there's no doubt that there's stem cells there. Um, with some of these companies that make these products, A, there's a million companies, um, B, the FDA really has come out pretty negatively against them. So, you know, they're obviously not being regulated too much. So, you know, you don't know what you're getting. There have been a couple of instances of infection because of that, like 13 people got infected because of a batch, you know. Um, I've been to some of the biologic conferences that have, you know, people have done independent studies and really say there's no stem cells in there. So I tend to just, you know, I, I've been using bone marrow for a long time and it works great. Um, you know, what a lot of people are going to say against bone marrow is, is age. Okay. You know, older people, their, their marrow isn't as good. And, and I don't believe in that. Um, I've done um, bone marrow injections on people well into their eighties and they have great results. Um, mm -hmm. I believe it's more um, kind of how you're made, you know, your protoplasm. Um, if you have bad genes, you're probably going to have bad stem cells, you know, so you could be 35 and have a lot of chronic illness and your stem cells probably aren't going to be that good. Or you could be 95 and you can be healthy and you'll get great stem cells out of people, you know, so. That, make, that makes a lot of sense. And here's a question for you. I've just kind of came to me. Let's just pretend I, you know, before I was born, my parents, you know, took my stem cells out and, you know, whatever, they took my stem cells out. And then when I got older, I was able to utilize those stem cells. You could, I was thinking that'd be cool if they actually started to do that. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I mean, they do, that, but it's more for, um, they do that, but it's more for like leukemias and that kind of stuff. Yeah. They don't really use it musculoskeletally. Um, and also, could, right. I'm sorry, but you could correct. You, you know what? I mean, I don't see why you can't, but yeah. I actually have been asked the question a couple times and I did oh, wow. look into it and okay. I, I couldn't get into, I couldn't, I wasn't able to get it. So, you know, like um, they don't allow it for that kind of stuff, you know, because okay. someone did ask that question and it made sense, you know, uh, they still had it, you know, um, but, um, but yeah, the, it's just something that I, I don't know why, but there's a lot of red tape with that right now. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I was just thinking in the top of my head, I go, that'd be actually pretty darn cool. Yeah. Well, the other thing though, is, you know, uh, you have to pay every year to keep that cryogenically frozen. And if you keep that forever, that, I mean, I think it's a couple thousand dollars every year. You, have to maintain. you know what? I just, yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll you might well pull out your stem cells when you need them. You know? right, okay, we'll just throw some PRP on there. We'll be good to go. Yeah. We'll make, the, we'll make my old ones come to life. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. So what, what would you say that you're seeing? Let's just use this as an example of some people. I know we can't say any names, but um, let's say somebody came in there um, and they had something wrong with their knee you know, for the past, what, what, for 10 or 15 years. And um, does it take about a year to two for them to get better? Are you seeing an average of each, because each person's different. Is there like an average that you see people where they start to see really good results? Does it take a year, six months, three months? Uh, with, with the regeneratives? Um, I would say for most people about six to eight weeks, they really start noticing a difference. Um, you know, and then by, by usually like, four months, they're really feeling pretty good, most of them. Um, so now PRP might take more than one injection, you know, um, stem cells, usually I will do one stem cell injection. And then if I feel like I'm not getting where I need to go, I'll try and boost it with some PRP. I really won't rush to another stem cell so fast. Right. Um, but um, 
you know, I, sometimes for PRP, you can do up to three or, you know, if they're improving, but still not there, you could even do a fourth or a fifth, just depending on how it goes. Um, I personally, with my PRP, I like to wait about eight to 10 weeks in between injections, just because it takes six to eight weeks to know if it's working. You know, everybody has their kind of own formula, but I haven't seen one that blew me away or that you can prove works any better. So for me, um, I just try and do the least amount that works, right? Because right. Uh, you know, we know these things are not covered by insurance. People are paying out of pocket. So if I can get you better with one PRP instead of hitting you with three of them, that's what I'm going to do. You know, um, so I would say probably what I've seen in my practice is probably for things like tendon injuries, probably 30 to 40% of the time, one is all they need and, and they're good, you know, so, so why do those other two or three for those people when you don't need to? So I know for a fact, if I were to go in with surgery for my knee, I'd probably be out for six to eight weeks, maybe longer, depending on the type of surgery. You know, up to a year, you're right. Yeah. And, or, you know, um, we're not talking about stem cell or I, I, let's say I do the surgery from, we'll say, you know, six months to a year. And then my insurance, of course, will still only cover just a minimum. And I'm still spending 50 to $80,000, depending mm -hmm. on the type of surgery, um, you know, out of pocket. So what really works? So let's talk about those people that say, you know, I can't afford it. It's too much. I'll just do the surgery. Let my, uh, let, let them take care of it. What would you say to people like that? Well, you know, I, I mean, for some people it, it is a money issue, but, but for a lot of people you have to, um, you have to make them realize that if they are still working, the amount of downtime and lost time that they're going to have, you know, can be many stem cell procedures, <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, for, um, yeah, you're losing a lot of a lot of time too. You know where you know uh, the, although it takes six to eight weeks to feel better with stem cells or PRP, you're walking right out of the out of the room. You know, and and within a week, I, I tell you to take it easy for about a week, but you could start going back to whatever you were doing a week wow. later. You know, so you're talking no downtime. You know, uh, you just have to let them know you're you're not gonna. Um, you're going to feel like you did before for that first six to eight weeks, but you can do what you were doing. You don't have to, you know, sit there and, and, and be laid up that long. No. Yeah. I love it. And, and this is out. So we're going to have, we have a lot of uh, viewers out there. That's in the New Jersey area around the world. And here's the great thing about Dr. Daniels that a lot of people come around the world just to go see him, um, you know, for stem cells or for PRP. He also does, um, you know, a PRP uh, facelift. We and I were talking about that. I love that. I, <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to try that. Just try it, you know, so I could be the guinea pig. But here's the thing, everyone. If you're looking at getting either looking at surgery or you're looking at possibly getting a stem cell shot, let me explain something to you. It's going to be worth your money 10 times over to do stem cell. And let me tell you something. It's not as expensive if you were to get a surgery. Surgeries, you're going to spend at least seven to eight times more. Everyone's different on what they charge, but it's worth it. And you're not going to be on your downtime, you know, and with surgery, you're like, I don't even know if it's going to work, but let me tell you something. I would make a recommendation to everybody out there, my viewers, try stem cell first. And if that doesn't work too well, hey, then possibly, maybe possibly look at that. You know, everyone's situation is different, you know, but uh, that's, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there because yeah. it, it's not expensive. I don't believe stem cells expensive when you compare the verses from, surgery to a stem cell shot or and have or having prp yep yep and, and i mean obviously if you're coming from far away 
um, you know, you can't come and see me consistently, but, but for local people, I mean, I, I believe in you try the lowest first and you build your way up. So I don't even, I probably talk more people out of PRP and stem cells than I talk into it, you know, because they come to me, their knees hurt, they have some arthritis, but they haven't tried anything. So you know what, you're going to try some physical therapy, you're going to try a brace, you're going to try a steroid injection, you're going to try the hyaluronic acid injections, because they work on a lot of people. Right. And when they either don't work or stop working, then you have PRP and stem cell and it buys you that time, you know? Right. So, um, so it's just, you know, I, I believe in, in step one, because once you go to step 10, you can't go back to, to the other nine steps, you know? So. No, I, I, I love it. Now, probably if, I'm sure you get this asked all the time. Have you ever tried uh, PRP on yourself or have you ever tried uh, stem cells? I have not. I am actually, um, I want to, I want to have one of my buddies inject me though, because I do have a, a chronic wrist injury that, uh, that I think could really use it. But, um, but uh, other than that, I really don't have a lot of pain. You know, I'm, I've been lucky to stay pretty healthy and pretty Plus. injury free, you know, so, um, so I haven't really needed it, you know, so yeah. Do you guys do exosomes? Uh, I do not do exosomes right now. Um, I'm still kind of waiting for a couple of things that recently happened to just kind of, I want to see where the dust settles with that before I really kind of jump in, you know? Um, and again, I think, uh, I think your stem cells still probably work a little bit better. Um, the Thank other you. thing with exosomes, um, is I think exosomes in and of themselves don't do a whole lot. I think you have to mix them with things like PRP to really kind of get the, get the jet fuel going, you know? So, um, and then at that point, you might as well do the stem cells because the cost is the same, you know, and, and you're, you're getting your own stem cells. Your stem cells are making the exosomes, you know, all, all that stuff is there, you know, so. Um. Okay, awesome. So um, would, you, would you say that PRP can help people out? I just had a text from somebody and uh, PRP with like arthritis. So it definitely helps with arthritis. Again, I think for arthritis, I think the stem cell is probably the best, the better injection, you know. Um, but again, there's a different cost point. There's a different, um, you know, there's more involvement when you're doing, when you're getting bone marrow or fat, you know. So for some people, just the simple blood draw and the cost point is better right. to start with PRP. And you can always progress from PRP to stem cells later on if they're not getting the results they're looking for, you know. So, um, so I will tell people, you know, listen, PRP works, but I think the stem cells are better. If they decide to go the PRP route, that's fine because people do really well with it. But, you know, uh, some people need to take that extra step. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally, agree. I call it baby steps. <laughs> you know, you, because it's, it's good to start out with a lower dose first and then work your way up instead of, you know, because not only that, it's also good on, I, I call it good on price. <laughs> you yep. know, you know. Yeah. I mean, but the good part about the regenerative uh, treatments is that there's really no wrong answer because, listen, you can't be allergic to yourself. You can't have, you know, adverse effects to yourself. You know, I, I mean, um, so, um, so if someone says, hey, you know what, for the joints, the stem cells are the better treatment, I just want to jump to that, that's fine, you know. But if they do want to do the PRP first, that's fine too, you know. Um, Either way, I think they'll be okay. They just might, if they don't get what they're looking for out of the PRP, they might have to go to the stem cell. I love it. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. And just, and just like with what we said, we said that the topic is keeping people out of the operating room. Everyone, that's not always the, the last answer. Let's make sure that, you know, you guys, if you have a regenerative medicine doctor in your area, please talk with them. Um, if you are um, 
in Tinton Falls, uh, New Jersey. And what are some of the surrounding areas that you're taking care of right now that you, you see people coming from? So we're basically central Jersey, Jersey Shore, you know, so we got a lot of the, the shore towns. Um, we, uh, at my old practice that I used to work for was in Staten Island. So we get quite a few people that take the trip down from Staten Island. Um, but I mean, I've had people come from Canada. I've had people come from Germany. I've had people come from different states. So, you know, we get people from uh, all over the place, but obviously our, our home central area is kind of right in right. central Jersey. Yeah, Monmouth yeah. County area. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. No, I love it. And so everyone, um, so if you're looking for, um, you know, some, if you're looking for PRP or you're looking for uh, stem cells, please check out Dr. Daniel Saverino. You can find him at uh, regeneratenj.com, regeneratenj.com. And uh, again, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Um, very informative. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm always here to to answer questions and you know and when people become my patients they have access to my email like answer them 24 hours a day you know i really uh, i like to inform people and i like to let people know you know all about all the stuff so i love it and guys you can find dr daniel at ask dr dan on facebook and instagram and youtube ask you can ask him questions and he'll get back with you and um so the uh, the facebook is uh Apex Center for Regenerative Medicine and the Ask Dr. Dan segments on there. And then uh, YouTube is also Apex Center for Regenerative Medicine and Instagram is Regenerate NJ. Okay. So we yeah, have Regenerate NJ, uh, dot com, then Apex Center for Regenerative Medicine. So that's for the Apex Center for Regenerative Medicine would be for um, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, Facebook and YouTube. And then Instagram is Regenerate NJ. Okay. Awesome. We have so much, uh, we have so much social media. We don't even know where we're going. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I, and, I guess my marketing person what all my handles were because I forget. Oh, <laughs> you at ask. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, the cool thing is I'll make sure everyone that we have this here at the bottom of um, this video here and, and the link should just click on them. You don't have to type it out. And uh, everyone remember sharing is caring. One video could change one person's life. Let's make sure that's you. So if you're not in pain, there's somebody on your social media that I'm sure is. Anyways, have a great day, everyone. God bless you all. And thank you so much, Dr. Daniel. Thank you so much for having me.